Okay, the question is, the Aramaic translations of the Old Testament, when were they written? And were they written after the time of Micah? The answer is yes, after the time of Micah. There was no need for an Aramaic translation during the time of Micah, which would have been 700 B.C. There was no need for it at that point. The need arose after it, especially in the period of the Babylonian captivity, which would have been from 605 to 535 B.C. In that period of time, the Babylonian captivity, because one of the major languages of the Babylonian Empire, which destroyed Judah, and the Judeans spoke Hebrew. The Hebrew people of Judea spoke the Hebrew language. One of the things that the king of Babylon did, or the empire did, Assyria, Babylon, and Persia, they had Aramaic as their diplomatic, one of their diplomatic and official languages. Because there were so many Aramaic people conquered, they adopted that as one of their empire's languages, along with Assyrian, Babylonian, like that. They adopted Aramaic as one of them. So it became popular, especially around 600, 500, 400 BC, during the time of the Babylonians and the Persian empires. That's when the need for the Aramaic translations arose. It's difficult with the Aramaic Targums to pinpoint an exact date. It's difficult, but the scholars are unanimous in thinking and believing that the Aramaic translations existed before the time of the apostles, but the manuscripts we have are dated to after the time of the apostles. But even if we say that the Aramaic that I cited for chapter 35, 16 to 21, the Aramaic I cited, let's just say it was written, composed even, in AD 500, about 500 years after the first coming of Christ. Let's just, for the sake of argument, say that. Well, they are still in AD 500 saying, Messiah, Christ, is going to be revealed over here by this Tower of Eder, the Tower of the Flock. They're still saying it. Why would they want to say it when they know the Christians are saying it's been fulfilled? But if they wrote it and composed it beforehand, and they really did believe it beforehand, which I think they did, then they are predicting it before it actually occurs in Luke 2, And then when it does occur, only a few of the Jews believe it. The rest of the Jews continue in their skepticism. Why? All because it's not that they deny certain prophecies with specificity. It's that they deny Jesus of Nazareth fulfilled all of those prophecies. They don't deny a personal Christ coming and being born of a virgin born in Bethlehem, raised in Galilee, ministering in Galilee. They don't deny these kinds of things. They deny that Jesus of Nazareth is the one individual in human history who does indeed fulfill all of the prophecies. That's what they want to reject. Because once they believe that, then they need to repent of their sins and believe in his death and resurrection. And they don't want to do that. Few people actually want to do that. Is that why you asked the question about the Aramaic? Uh, well, I was asking because um, 
if they had access to Micah 5, because that's something that Jacob did not have access to, right. that specific prophecy. And then um, your guy making that comparison, right, because they were unbelievers, yet they were still able to recognize where, he, where the Messiah was supposed to be. Yes, born. yes, yes. So if they don't have access to Micah, Jacob didn't have access to Micah 5, Five, but the unbelievers did have access to Micah 5. And an example of unbelievers with access to Micah 5 is in Matthew 2. Because Herod and the scribes, the Jews, they answer him from Micah 5. Here's what they say. Matthew 2, verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard it, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he began to inquire of them where the Christ was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah, for out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. The chief priests, that's the Sadducees. The scribes of the people, the scribes were among the Pharisees. The Sadducees and the Pharisees, they composed the council or the Sanhedrin, the elders and teachers of the Jewish people. They also had control over the temple and the, and the teaching of the, the Old Testament to the people. They don't believe it, but they're telling Herod, also an unbeliever, this is what Micah said. Of course, they don't name Micah, but it's obvious they're quoting Micah 5, verse 2. Matthew 2, an example of unbelievers citing Micah for the birthplace of Christ.